with your age, I'm sure they're not digital pictures. They're probably actually like real pictures, right? Like the yeah, ones that you used pictures. to have to print was, out and yeah, look at. Yes, they were. Yes, they were real pictures, and I taken by a disposable camera and taken to Walmart to uh, to get developed. Start the timer. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, a behind-the-scenes, unfiltered, no-holds-barred look at the realities of the location-independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Trav, and apparently my stomach is not the stomach of steel that it used to be. I'm Jason, and I like my coffee filtered, but I like my location-independent talk unfiltered like this show. Yes, we, we got to talk about your stomach and my ailments as well. Uh, we're the co-founders of Location Indie, the community Location Indie. You can learn more at locationindie.com, a community of travelers, of location-independent entrepreneurs wandering the world and in total freedom, really, and helping each other do that. Trav, um, all right, we should let everybody know. First of all, we apologize uh, if you're subscribed to the show and you listen to the show. We are super grateful for that and for you. Um, so yeah, it was pretty lame of us to not have an episode for you the last two weeks. Um, so we're not going to make any excuses. We'll just tell you what happened. Uh, I got sick as a dog, um, and so did Travis, and we both for different reasons. And then before that, it was some traveling and, and just some bad coordination and bad timing, really. Yeah, I, I think as we get older, our immune systems are getting worse. Um, hopefully, hopefully not. Hopefully this is just a fluke, you know, a flash in the pan, what have you. But yeah, you, you didn't have a voice for about three days, which made it very hard to record podcasts. I can still hear it. It's, it's a little husky right now. I, it's coming back. Yeah, um, listen, if I have a Bobby Brady moment... You know, like the you know the that prepubescent crack. sort of voice crack situation. Then, uh, then you know why it's happened yeah. before. And uh, I, I, you know, I usually take pride in the fact that I've got a pretty good stomach, and yet I was uh, waylaid by some Indian food at a three-day, basically Indian uh, fest, Indian wedding. And after the second day, I was laying on the floor um, in and out of the bathroom for a whole day. Couldn't even actually make. Made the ceremony, Jay. Made the pre-ceremony party, but could not make the actual reception since it was uh, all it involved was eating and dancing. And uh, you know, when I was sitting there shivering on the floor, the last thing I wanted to do was eat more Indian food or dance. So um, both of us a little banged up over the last week or so, but we are back now and we are ready to rock. And the important thing is that those stories are behind us now, and we are looking forward to a brighter story over the next couple weeks. We are talking about the, I'm going to say the in capital letters there, the most important story in just a minute. Um, the last time I got food poisoning, Trav, you were with me. We were on our way back from Mexico and I ate a very bad for me taco on the way to the airport, which it, I can't imagine a worse time because that that is like literally the entire trip's in front of you. So how you felt... I, I know how you feel, my man. I remember you coming to check on me in the plane, and I just like, you felt bad because you couldn't do anything. But, you know, I, 
there's nothing you could do. And uh, oh, it's just a terrible feeling. I've had uh, food poisoning a few times. Once at once right after Machu Picchu hike. And that was another whole Gatorade-like bathroom extravaganza because it, uh, it was just awful. I ate some cream sauce, I think, on a pizza that did it. Once in Portland with a with a French dip, you know, like the roast beef sandwiches that you dip in the in like the it's not gravy, but it's like a sort of yeah, like yeah, a French the sauce, onion type dip. Yeah, 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 which I have not eaten since. And then um, the Mexico taco. So, uh, and yeah. I've had touches of it there, but those were the three here and there. But those were the three times where it was like full on, you know. Yeah, if you've ever had food poisoning, uh, especially when traveling, let us know. Uh, shoot us tweets at Pack Peanuts at Zero to Travel. It's always fun to hear other people's uh, sagas and sad tales because the one thing that gave me a little bit of solace, I think, as as this was going on, it was about twenty four hours, a little less than twenty four hours, actually. Um, I still don't feel perfect, but you know, the, the main chunk of it was less than 24 hours where I was, you know, basically incapacitated. The thing that gave me a little bit of sauce, Jay, was the fact that I was back at my friend's apartment. And even though I felt awful, I knew I was only steps away from the bathroom. You know, I was laying on the floor, laying, laying on the couch. I wasn't on a plane. So I'm, you know, I have to give it to you. I think that that's probably one of the worst places that you could experience food poisoning and that kind of sickness because you're, you're yeah you're on a plane there's nowhere to go there's nowhere there's no way out um i did also have it on a plane at one point when i was flying to greece so I, i'm with you man i like lock myself in the Dude, bathroom the, uh, hour the iron long. stomach yeah. is, it's, is it's, gone man it is although I, although we might be able to get it back in this episode because we're talking about the most important story, and actually we can illustrate some of these points with what we've already been talking about with this, all this food poisoning and some of these travel stories. But um, we believe the most important story is, is it your, is the story you tell around your business? Yes, that's super important, of course. There are a lot of stories we tell in life, but I think the most important story is the one that you tell, the ones that you tell yourself on in any given situation, I should say. And all of those stories you tell yourself lead to the other stories that you might create about your business or really the story of your life. And I don't want this to sound like a super motivational episode in that way, but it's it's totally the truth. And when you reframe stories in your own head, it's like, it, you know, oh, you can say, well, you're lying to yourself, but it's really a choice, right? So we can look back at you know some of these crazy things that happen when you travel, like getting food poisoning or Travis losing his wallet multiple times and all this stuff. And I'm I've been in those moments multiple, where it was like multiple, multiple times, <laughs> it, where like some bad things are happening, and and I've been there, and I'm like, this sucks, this is the worst, and I've been totally depressed and in it, and like hating everything and miserable. And I've been in situations and other times traveling where. Even though I was in a crappy situation, I was able to like separate a little bit and say to myself, okay, this is going to make a pretty entertaining travel story later on. And like, if you don't want anything to happen, like stay home, you know, and even then things can happen. And, and, you know, so then it becomes like a more of a, hey, let's just, we're in this experience. Let's just experience it. And, you know, this goes across the board with entrepreneurship and, you know, all the stories we tell ourselves when we have doubts and fears. And you know what that is inside when you're like, oh, um, you know, I can't do this or I'm not an expert at this or like, I'm not going to be able to build to this level and what I see out there and in my business or whatever. Or, if, you know, the days when you're feeling good and you tell yourself the story of, um, hey, um, you know, I got this. I, I have experience. I know what I'm doing. I'm learning as I go. I'm motivated. You know, there's so much around this. It, it's not that you will always 
feel positive and that always and that everything will always be work well and that everything's going to be the right decision and you're never going to feel bad in the moment. It's certainly not. Um, you know, when I was there with food poisoning and when you were there sick with like a sore throat so bad you couldn't talk, you know, I'm sure I wasn't sitting there saying, well, you know what, this is okay. And like looking at the silver lining. No, I was just wanting to sleep because I didn't want to wake up because when I woke up, I felt sick. So it's not that, you know, every single thing is perfect all the time. But it's it's the idea, and I mean, you know, there's a lot of cliches around it, but it is the idea that the things that you believe you can do and, and, and the things that you kind of manifest and you think about and, and you put out there to the universe, you put out there to yourself in your own head and you put out there to your friends and your families and like in real time, those things are m- much more likely to come true and much more likely to happen and 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 the journey there is going to be much better if you are you know if you are able to buy into it and if you believe in it and if you're able to put a positive spin on it and i think that really is just what it comes down to is like you're going to get to certain places in your life and there's always going to be a, a place that can like a a slant on it that can be positive and there's always going to be a slant on it that can be negative and it really just comes down to what you're telling yourself in your head like is this a roadblock? Is this an obstacle that I'm going to use as motivation to go forward? Is an obstacle a roadblock that I'm going to use as a learning tool, like keep my eyes wide open as I figure out how to do it um, and write it down and maybe help others do the same thing? Like, is this going to be something that builds me up and builds others up? Or is this going to be something that I sit there and say like, oh, woe is me. I can't believe this happened to me. This isn't happening to this person. They had it so easy, blah, 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 you know, and all that. And I just think it's, there's there's probably not a more powerful skill, and I kind of want to call it a, a skill because I think it can be honed, and I think it can be thought about, and I think it can be developed, than this idea of positive thinking and telling yourself the story that you want to create. And, and, and as you're creating it, being thankful for it, you know, and, and that just having that type of attitude. I mean, we know you know this. This is more of like a sort of a reminder, I think, episode because we all get caught up in our our little internal dramas and just remembering the most important story being the one you tell yourself and, and then dissecting maybe if you're going through something or when you're going through something because we all have those times when we go through things. Okay, what what am I... What am I telling myself about this? You know, what what is the story I'm creating around this? Uh, you know, this thing's happening to me. You know, I have a condo in Boulder, Colorado that I'm renting out. And like, it's been like one thing after the next breaking. And today I got an email or a text from my tenant like late last night and said, no hot water. So I'm like, now I could say, okay, why is everything breaking all the time? Why is this happening to me? And like, it's easy to go down that road. And like, I caught myself... A little bit and I'm like, well, this is a part of, you know, home ownership and like things wear out and things break. And that's just the reality of it. I could have taken two tracks there. I chose to take that one this time. Doesn't mean I can do that every time. Um, but we're rational, emotional creatures, us human beings. And we're not always gonna, you know, be able to craft that story so carefully. Sometimes just taking a deep breath and just again, just a reminder of paying attention to the stories we we tell ourselves. And also, I think the stories we tell ourselves about others affect the stories we tell ourselves about ourselves, if that makes sense. And uh, this is where we get into like location independence and being a digital nomad and like 
travel and all the hype you see online, like all the stuff, you know, the Instagram, like the, all the hashtag, you know, van life shots where people are living like the perfect life. I read this article in the New Yorker recently. And like, it was so interesting because like how much time sometimes they would spend just to get the perfect shot to catch this vibe of like this total, like seemingly perfect day when in actuality they spent like two hours getting the shot and photoshopping it and everything like that. So like, was that really the experience or they're just conveying like a lifestyle message in a way. And you know, there's all this stuff around location. I mean, if you're in this world, you know, you can go to all the blogs and the websites you can read like, you know, I mean, look, we're doing this paradise pack sale. We do it every year. We should mention it. Um, the paradise You should check it out. Um, the reason why we put it together is because there's so much information out there and we wanted to bundle a whole product together so you could get everything you needed in one place. And we do it only for one week every year. Then it's gone forever. This is our fourth year doing it. We can talk more about that later. But uh, Plus, I have some big ideas for the fifth year. But, but we'll, we'll <laughs> save that until after we okay. get through the actual sale of the fourth year. Okay, great. But I mean, the bottom line is, it's. I think it's really easy, especially when I was getting into this world, to kind of to take what you see online or in pictures and Instagram or wherever your world is on the internet and then tell yourself this story like, oh, like everybody's making it, but I'm having a hard time and I'm struggling or, oh, look how they've got it going on. And like, like the reality is that's just a representation of some of the things they have going on, but that doesn't certainly tell the whole story. And I think a lot of us as entrepreneurs and, and travelers can get into this comparison trap where you're looking at somebody else and what they're doing and you're thinking, oh, okay, like, do I measure up and, and that kind of thing? And that's just a killer. So I guess I'm bringing this point up because we know there's a lot of hype out there around this. That's why we do this unfiltered show. And that's why when we talk about Location indie, we talk about the struggles and, and all of that stuff because that's the reality of it. And it's just an important reminder because not everybody has it together um, as much as... Well, sometimes we all tend to think. And and of course, if we don't have it together, well, why would we think everybody else does except us? That That's irrational. You know what I mean? So another important story to remind yourself of, I think. I think there is two two points, two main points when we talk about stories and you just made them. So I want to I want to hammer them home is the is one, the story you're telling yourself, you're you're, you're making it possible through through you know, positive reinforcement. We're not the type of people who are going to sit there and say, oh man, anything you think in your head can happen. You know, like you, you can, I was only sick to my stomach because I believed I was sick to my stomach. You know, of course not. But that there, there's a story you tell yourself and the positive reinforcement and, and kind of taking that outlook and looking at it, just like you said with your Colorado thing, you could look at it like, woe is me. I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe I have this property. I live, you know, whatever, 8,000 miles away. This is so dumb. 4, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Fourth out round trip, 8,000. Uh, you know, I live 4,000 miles away, blah, blah, blah. This is so dumb. You know, and you get like, and, and that's going to happen. That happens all of his time. But you could take that mindset or you could say, hey, isn't it pretty cool that I live 4,000 miles away? I have this place in Oslo, but I also have this place in Boulder. I have a cool tenant who's been in there for years. They're paying my mortgage. Like my, my property value has increased maybe double in Boulder. Boulder's such a cool town. If I ever want to move back, I have a place I don't have to wear. You know, there's like, there's two totally distinct thoughts. One is like, get me out of this place. Like I, I shouldn't have it. It's just a waste of energy and all this. And the other is like, hey, isn't it cool that I can have this this place and that it's usually working pretty well? So you have that, you have that story. And then like you said, realizing that everyone else's story isn't always 
perfect if you want to be jealous yeah follow these van the, the most jealous i ever am usually is when i follow these van life instagrams i don't go on instagram much but when i'm scrolling through here and there yeah these people with these vans like you know it's just this amazing drone shot of just this van going through this am- awesome national park and you're like whoa that looks so amazing what you don't realize is like they're cramped in there at night it's probably cold blah 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 no no dude it, it's probably pretty amazing it's, it, it's sure i'm not saying it's, it's one of my bucket it's one of my bucket okay. list items. well and that's probably why i'm jealous of it too because for me it's one of mine but the the idea is that you should be taking a positive spin with the story you're telling yourself but then realize that just because other people are taking a positive spin with it, like I don't begrudge anyone who's putting that up on Instagram and saying they're, you know, and 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 passing along these positive messages and these positive vibes. But you have to realize that that is not always the way that real life is as well. So it's not bad that they're taking a positive story and promoting their story as a positive thing. But, you know, take it with a grain of salt and realize that, just because people you know seem to have this glamorous, perfect life, that's obviously not always going to be the case. Yeah, I mean, and when it comes to your business, um, you know, of course the stories matter. I mean, that you know, think about all of the brands and all of the blogs or whatever you are attracted to, the, the things that people are saying around what they're doing. And I think you can see it Can I give you a perfect bit. example that I think everyone knows? Um, well, hold on. Let me make this one point. I think you, it's pretty easy to sniff out if it's inauthentic. You know what I mean? That's the thing. It's like, you, you know, the, I mean, sure. I mean, there's companies or brands or whatever, probably people that just, you know, maybe they make up a story or part of a story around what it is that they do or whatever. Like I... I feel like the ones that I connect with the most are the ones where I know the people are authentic and they're not sharing a story. It's part of the story. You know what I mean? It's part of the actual story and they're sharing it in an authentic way and they've lived it and it's it's part of who they are um, and not something that they manufactured to um, make like a sexy brand or whatever. But um, I think that's really important when it comes to business is to share your story, share it in an authentic way and... Um, even if it's like seems a little offbeat or like what you're going to share might not be totally comfortable or whatever. Like I guarantee there's going to be other people out there that connect with you because, um, because of that thing that you have or whatever is part of your story. Like, Oh, I have, um, I don't know. It could be like, you love cats and you have like four cats and you're should be like, Oh, well people might think that's weird if I say that. And I talk about my love of cats, but like, if you put that into your story and that's something you're passionate about, like there's probably a lot of cat lovers out there that'll be like so excited that you shared that and more excited to connect with you and your brand. So, I mean, I know not everything's a personal brand, but even brands like Nike and Apple, we all know they tell stories. So, um, I, I, we just wanted to do this episode because there's a lot of stories out there and we do think the, the most important ones, the one you tell yourself, cause that's where everything starts. The one I was going to tell you that I thought was great branding talking about wrapping everything in a story. And I just <laughs> saw this billboard the other day, um, is Corona. Like every time you see, like talk about a, a yeah. brand that I has their story on immediately point. Immediately thought of White Sand Beach and like a tranquil yeah. setting and so, water. And, and I know that we're not, that's, we're getting a little off topic when we talk about brand, personal branding and wrapping stuff in a story. But when you say Corona, everyone immediately thinks, hey, this is like a, a relaxing, awesome, vacation-y vibe, blah, blah, blah. They've done a great job doing that. Um, 
when we talk about telling the story to yourself, I want to give a few examples of just stuff that's happened to me in my in my life. Um, I don't want to throw my my buddy under the bus. I'm not going to use his name here. But recently, I have a friend of mine who who has been a really close friend of mine for years. One of my oldest friends, actually, probably since we were eight years old. And I never really understood. I didn't really see this part side of him until recently. Um, but here, here's the thing, Jay, we were talking about San Diego and I had just been in San Diego, right? And on, on my Facebook page, I had asked for recommendations for San Diego and everyone was giving me like all these great places to go in San Diego. And he wrote, the zoo is overrated, but that was it. Not like the zoo's overrated, but go here, 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 here. So I was like, oh, that's a little weird. Like all he did was write one, like I like telling people what I think is overrated too. I think that's an important part, right? When you give me suggestions, like go here, don't go here, blah, blah, blah. And the zoo's a big one. Everyone's going to tell you to go to the zoo. So I appreciate that. But there's no, like, this is good. Context. Right. Yeah. Or, or like, no, like, don't go to the zoo, go here instead. So I'm like, well, whatever. Uh, and then I got back. I'm talking to him about San Diego. I'm like, oh man, it's so amazing. Like, I loved it. What a great city, blah, blah, blah. And he was just like, it's too expensive. There's too much traffic. Um, and he said, and the people are too good looking. And he like named four things right away. The, the moment we got on the phone of why he didn't like San Diego or, or negative things, not, he didn't even say, I don't like San Diego. He just named off. And I was like, yeah, and I didn't know what to say. You know, I'm thinking like, this is weird. Long story short. What I came to Darn realize you with your good looks. Yeah. Well, what I came <laughs> to realize was like, it wasn't even that he didn't like it. He was just. I, I came to realize that that a lot of the times he is more negative than positive. And I had never realized that over whatever, 20 some years. And then I started seeing it creep up. And I was like, hey, this gives me some context. Because when we've been talking about Croatia, and I I'd not sent him to Croatia, but I told him he should go to Croatia with his wife. They went. And the first thing he told me when they came back was, man, you never told me how much graffiti there was. And I never thought of that at that moment. But as he was telling me about San Diego, that came right in my head was like, I remember all of a sudden that was the first thing he told me when he came back. Not, oh my gosh, the white sand beaches and the amazing seafood. And I just, it, it just dawned on me recently that like he is just a, a more negative person than I am used to. And again, I'm, I, listen, that's the way he is, um, but he's telling himself a certain story, right? And I think he's going into things for whatever reason with a negative outlook. So like if that, if the graffiti had such an impact on you that that's the first thing you say when you come back from a two-week trip to Croatia is, hey, you didn't tell me how there was graffiti there was. Even though, like, later on in the conversation, he he was taught, like, he did enjoy his trip, right? Like, eventually I got to, like, well, did you hate it there? He's like, no, 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 it was cool. I'm glad I went. So you're like, but I, I, I just think it would be a quick mind tweak for him to, like, if I could get inside his head and just say, like, Turn off that negativity. Like for whatever reason, there's a negativity that's that's instantaneous. Maybe like looking for the negative side of something. You just turn that off. Like he's a good guy and he does cool stuff and he travels a lot and he always says, "Oh, I'm so risk adverse." Yet he's going to all these countries, so he's telling himself stuff that isn't even really true. I don't think to who he is. So just a quick example of, of I think you know something that happened to me that I thought, man, I I never realized this, and we've been talked for 25 years, you know, every other week. So um, just, just maybe if that's you or if you know people or, you know, it's not that you're always negative. It's that you might have to get inside of your head and just say, hey, when that thought comes up, like just like push it off for, for a little bit and then say, all right, instead of that, what is the good thing about this? It's so easy to get caught up in in your emotions, you know, and then when you get caught up, 
it's harder to find that fraction of a second to slip in and to take a little like sort of analytical look at how you're thinking about the situation and and adjusting it you know it's it's not an easy thing to do all the time and um and sometimes it has to come you know one of the things that that can be a benefit is it coming from other people like he was talking to me he like kind of got the negative things out then we continue talking and then there was like all these positives so sometimes it can come from other like it's important that you're telling yourself a story that's positive but if you can or if it's hard sometimes get an outsider's perspective. Like pull yourself out. If you're having trouble pulling yourself out of it, get someone else's perspective on it that you trust, that you know it's probably going to be a positive influence. Yeah. Uh, Again, this is just your friendly reminder. The most important story is the one you tell yourself. And if you see a lot of the hype out there when it comes to location dependence, digital nomads, and all that stuff, and you're just starting out... Know this. Uh, Here's one other thing I wanted to bring up before we go inside LI and do a couple other things. Uh, I think a lot of people write it off because they're like, well, this is like a scam or this is like people don't really do this or yeah, they're doing this, but not that many people do this and all that stuff. I mean, you, you could roll with that story. Sure. I mean, if that makes you feel better, then that's the story you tell yourself. That's fine. But when you truly embrace the reality that there really are people doing this. I mean, two people that are talking to you right now are doing it. We know, you know, our circle of friends is doing it. Yes. Maybe we're all like a little bit of a bubble right now because we're around all those people, at least Travis and I, like a lot of the people we interact with are location dependent and traveling and doing this sort of stuff. Um, but I, you know, I have a lot of friends that aren't. And so does Travis. And, you know, I know there's a subset of people out there that sometimes question it or think it's like BS and look, like people are doing it. This is a real thing. This is the way the world's going in many ways. Remote work makes so much sense for so many reasons. If you just think economically, if you're a company, the companies that don't let their employees work remotely right now are foolish, I think, because they're basically like taking on overhead they don't need by extra office space and all these different things when they could make their employees happier and just by letting them go. And they could also save money on their bottom line. So like eventually the trust will get there. People will wake up and with the internet and everything, it's just going to be more and more of a common thing. So if you ever have told yourself the story that this isn't a real thing and it's like only really a select amount of people doing it, um, I, I just think it's important to point out like this is a real thing. If you want it, if you're we doing it, we ain't going then you, anywhere. You, yeah, if you're doing it, you know that. If you want it and you want to do it, know that it's a real thing. Know that we're here to help. If you want to join our community location indie or you want to just get around some people that are doing this, just get around other people that are fired up about this too and make it your mission and just just do it. And, and I guess what I'm saying with this episode, what we want to say is just... Along the way, as you hit the struggles and the roadblocks and everything, remember the stories that um, we tell ourselves and let's make sure they're in line with our goals and the things we want to do in our overall big picture intentions. Yeah, I have a I have a really cool example of someone kind of telling them the story that they wanted to create and then actually going and creating it very, very quickly. So um, one of our good buddies, uh, Brian Lofrumento, who was a part of the Paradise Pack last year, he's actually a part of the Paradise Pack this year. He's got a great online business, really, really smart, 
Um, really genuine, really honest. Like one of the reasons he's part of the Paradise Pack is we get along with him so well, Jay, because he just is open about what he does. He wants to help people. He makes good money doing it. He's he's living the life that he wants. But last year we were talking, um, late last year, and he he was saying, I want to start doing more in-person stuff. And and so did you and I. So it was like a, a great conversation. We're like, oh yeah, so do we. Like it's cool to do stuff online. It's cool to help people out online, but nothing can really beat meeting people in person. So what was cool is I, I guess we could call ourselves out and give ourselves a pat on the back. We talked about doing something in person and then we had our Austin retreat. So we did it and Brian, but Brian made a huge life change. So he was living in Boston and his company was going well and his business was going well and he had grown up there. And he said to me like, I'm going to move out to LA because I just have in, in my head, what I want to do is I want to do like a $5,000 mastermind retreat in like bright, sunny California. Like I want to rent a big mansion. I want to have chefs come and I want to do this like in-person thing that I've been talking about. I have no idea how I'm going to pull it off, but I want to do it. And I remember talking to him like, yeah, you should do it. Thinking, okay, everyone says, of course you should do it. Picks up his life in Boston, moves out to LA in January of 20 of this, of 2017. And this past week, so end of April 2017, so we're talking January, February, March, three and a half months later, he ran a $5,000 retreat where he rented out a mansion in San Diego. He brought in chefs. They had a week-long thing of a small group, like cohort um, retreat, and he did it. And And he told himself he was going to do it. And, you know, could he have done it from Boston? Of course. Like, could he have stayed in Boston and, and still said, yeah, I'm going to rent a mansion in San Diego and do this? Sure. Of course he could have. And, you know, you, you just hop on a he plane. He wanted the go. adventure of going out there. Wanted the adventure of doing it. I think probably thought if I make this big thing where I tell myself I'm going to do it and I'm moving out to L.A. with this idea in hand, that's going to push me forward to do it. Um, and it happened. And he did it. So the story he told himself was, I'm going to do this. And he made it happen in three and a half months. Now, we're not saying you have to go and do something like super crazy. That's, but the moral story is he told himself a story that we wanted to happen. And I'm proud of him because he went out and, and did it. And we know a bunch of people like that, Jay, uh, Inside LI doing it. Our, our good buddy Matt, who's Inside LI, wanted to move out to Colorado. He, he's, what was his whole story? I just want to be, I want to walk out my front door, be on a deck with a cup of coffee in my hand and look at the mountains. And this is a guy who hated traveling, which is still to this day, hates getting on airplanes. And now he lives in Boulder, Colorado, walks out on his deck with a cup of coffee and looks at the mountains. So get it. Get excited about the stories and then get around people that uh, are going to be excited and support them as well. Uh, Chris is buzzing us right now, so we're out of time. A um, couple things. You want to go inside LI really quick? For, I, I, I want to give a shout out, by the way, to the van that never wa- that almost was really quickly when I was about, tw- I think, 26 or something. I'm bad with years. Um, I bought a, a Volkswagen camper van. I, I wired the money. It was in Southern California. I was going to go get it. I was never actually able to get it because um, it's a long story. I did get the money back eventually. But um, yeah, the the van that never was. Now, I could. I, I have told my story in the past, uh, told myself, man, if only I got that van, like I could have been, I, I could have been hashtag vanning, li- van lifing it before hashtags were even a thing. I, 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 but it was something I wanted to do for so long. I never got to do it, but... You know, my life has been great and like I wouldn't have all the things that would have taken me maybe in a totally different direction. So it didn't happen for a reason, whatever. But 
Anyway, a little, you still little got plenty of time to hashtag van. Yeah, life. yeah. A little quick shout out to the van that almost was because I still think about that. I got pictures and everything, but uh, man, it just never happened. I I'm sure they're not. With your age, I'm sure they're not digital pictures. They're probably actually like real pictures, right? Like the yeah, ones that you used pictures. to have to print was, out and yeah, look at. Yes, they were. Yes, they were real pictures, and I taken by a disposable I, camera. I don't remember if I threw them away. Walmart but I should, to uh, to get. The I doll. should print one out and just hang it up just for motivation. There um, you go. That's the story okay. that that will be for you someday. You'll get a van or an RV and you'll bump around. The story that will Insi- be. <laughs> Inside our community location, Indy, I, Travis, you actually, well, you already shared a couple stories. Yeah, I, I mean, guess. I wanted to talk about Brian and Matt specifically, just two people who had this idea that they uh, of two things that they wanted, both in very different climates, uh, interestingly enough, right? One wanted mountain snow and coffee, one wanted sunshine um, and mansions in California. But um, yeah, just the idea that that those guys manifested what they wanted by, by saying, this is the story I'm going to tell myself and I'm going to make it happen. Um, we should mention, as as Jay did earlier, uh, if you are listening to this, we are revving up. If you're listening to this in May 2017, we are revving up for the Paradise Pack launch, which is May 30th through June 6th, 2017. So all of May, we are doing some really, really cool stuff. We're rolling out some of our best content of the year. All of it leading up to the Paradise Package, totally free. So we'll have interviews with people. We'll be putting out newsletters with cool stuff in it. We're giving away a guide called Behind the Laptop, uh, our case study of 10 different people and how they make money online, 10 totally different ways that people make money online, how they do it, how much they make, how they got into it. Really cool stuff to kind of help motivate you and show you that, yes, this is real stories. These are real stories from real people. So we're giving that away. So if you want to check all that out, and you're not part of the Paradise Pack mailing list, head on over to theparadisepack.com. Sign up over there. You'll get all the information about the Paradise Pack um, and, and what's in it and what's coming, as well as all that free content and that behind-the-laptop guide as well. And if you're listening to this during May 30th through June 6th, so if you're a little backed up here with the LI Podcast, um, theparadisepack.com is live if you're listening then. And it's a seven-day sale only where we bring together the best products that are going to help you travel, live, and work anywhere in the world. So after those seven days, you can't get it. So we don't want you to miss out. So it's during those seven days. Head to theparadisepack.com. Check it out. Oh, man. It's so exciting. I'm so pumped this time of year. And also, as we put together this thing, it's... I mean, we we work so hard to make it great. So it just over-delivers in value, like so far beyond anything that... um that you get because you're going to get a package of, of products that teach you various things in travel and online business. So, um, you know, it's pretty much for the same price that sometimes for less than a lot of online courses you see, but you, instead you're getting a bunch of different things. So definitely check it out. Um, we're always so excited about this. There's like a charitable, charitable component. So you even help in charity a little bit along the way. And, uh, it's just, it's so much fun to put together and Travis and I have a blast doing it. And like you said, May is going to be a big party. So if you want to join in on it, theparadisepack.com, you have to have the in there. Don't forget that because, um, yeah, you end up on the wrong page. Yeah, I think you go to like some crazy ice packs if you put in like, yeah, yeah, like paradisepack.com. Yeah. It's stuff for like sports injuries. No, theparadisepack.com. And I love doing it leading up to it in May because, yeah, we get to celebrate. You know, it's like the weather's getting nicer for most people around the world. So you're leading up into May. Everyone's getting excited. Summer's coming if you're in the Northern Hemisphere. Everyone's excited. Boom. We give you a ton of good stuff in May. And then the Paradise Pack comes first week of June 
to whisk you away onto the wings <laughs> of potential location independence. So, and stay stay tuned for the next uh, podcast, which we will be putting out regularly. Now, we apologize again for that two week gap. We're back on track. Um, we're going to talk about the information overwhelm. I think a little bit how to handle that and um, what you do with information. Well, you know, information versus te- transformation. I'm, I'm, I'm teasing it out a little bit. You'll have to check out and tune in for the next one. But um, thanks for your time today. We, uh, we appreciate you. And um, talk we'll to you soon. Chat with you soon. Yeah. Peace. Cheers. Cheers.